Welcome to Car Talk. It's Tuesday night here on 98.9 Northwest FM, live in the studio with Alan himself and also on Zoom, Scotty Doe. What's happening, guys? What's going on, Matty? Not much, man. What's happening with you? Big news you just said? Yes. It's not to do with cars, but um, I've Good got news. a job locked down ready for next year, so I'm happy. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, um, a lot closer to you, I'm assuming, than your last school? Pretty much the same distance. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah, so I'll be saving plenty on fuel. And that's uh, it's a blessing, you really, when you're uh, when you're a car guy <laughs> and you drive cars that aren't exactly known to be economical. It's amazing to see how much fuel you go through on if you're just doing short trips. Yeah, sort so of. So you don't actually get many k's out of a tank compared yeah. to if I was driving, you know, longer distances. Like, like the forest is pretty good, man. It's, uh, it, it's, it's, it's good on the freeway, but then I've noticed because, like, if I've had to drive from, from, from home to work, and I live like legit five minutes from my work, and, and not even that in a car ride, it, the fuel economy is good straight up. And then you're getting a really terrible economy. Hence the reason why I like to push bike now. Um, <laughs> but no, it's, yeah, it, if, you, if you're going out on the open roads, you can, you can get a little bit more, a uh, bit more distance out of them. Certainly can, but whenever things get tough, you always start measuring the smiles per gallon. Um, that usually makes it a bit better. Otherwise, um, if you try and obviously, you know, um, you know, equate these things with economy, you're not going to happen. Like I said, I bought my STI, not for the economy, but I'm just happy that it's not a, you know, absolute demon on fuel. Um, <laughs> exactly right, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I thought this fuel tank was 65 litres, but no, it was actually 60 litres. So basically, the fuel light comes on. Once again, this car's 17 years newer. Fuel light comes on, 14 litres left. Same as the <laughs> same as the old car, so uh, it's, it's rather funny to me. Well, congrats, Scotty, on the job. I'm very happy for you. That that's awesome. Thank you very much, Mr. Scotty, to you now. Yes, yes. So, sorry, sorry. Uh, Mr. <laughs> it's Mr. Scotty Doe to you. <laughs> Scotty Doe to you. Uh, and I just see with the with the, the scarf over the back of the neck. That's the end of that chapter. He walks out. <laughs> uh, uh, Alan, what's happening with you, my man? Um, not a lot. I am getting closer and closer to the date of the um, STI going for the detail. Uh, unfortunately, it was actually supposed to go on yesterday. Uh, the detail hit me up. He said, I'm just running behind. You mind coming in Thursday? I said, that's not real a big deal to me. Yes, it is. Come on, man. What are you doing? Hurry up. Go on hey, my car detail. You can't rush perfection, perfection. <laughs> as they say. Um, and yeah, I'll just be really happy. I still haven't given it a wash. I think I'm going to you know, get down hard, get on my knuckles and give it the wash on you know, just tomorrow morning, even though it's going to be detailed, because I want to present it well to him as well. It's one of those like respect things of like you don't want to give a trashy car. You want to give, even though there's nothing really dirty about the the STR right now. Uh, you just want to give like in, in the cleanest kind of example you can, so that he respects you and like you know it's worth his while to I guess detail the car. And also, um, I did, I showed Maddie a photo. I organized my uh, my little detailing product shelf. It does look good. Um, Scotty, we're going to his the, place on the Zoom. Yeah. So I've got my. You know, all my bottles and my upwards containers. Those those plastic things at the top, they cost sixteen dollars a piece. What? Where do you get them from? Uh, Bunnings. That's why. For a piece of molded plastic, but it's it's really great for organizing. I've just I've got one for my wheels, one for my interior, one for my um foam cannons and everything else, one for uh, clay bars and stuff. So it's nicely organized. We'll see how long it takes to become a whole jumbling mess. <laughs> um, when you come to my place and you open, you go into the shed. I've got one shelf of just all this car gear, and then. Um, I've got a plastic container down on the ground in the shed too with even more. They're just scattered throughout the whole house. 
I've, uh, I've been endeavoring to clean out the garage like out of all my crap that I don't actually need. Um, I end up giving like the old intake and stuff to my brother-in-law now that he's got the um, Rexy. So I'm just like, I can't be blamed for having a massive mess in the garage. I've got one shelf that's mine. That's my detailing shelf. My my pressure washer, I want to say, is coming in. Cool. It's it's now Australia Post has it, so hopefully they don't break it. Um, <laughs> but uh, that's unfortunately the STI hasn't had many Ks on it. It's just I've been too lazy to get it out when there's two cars in front of it. I really need to. I apologize for that. Um, I reckon it's going to come for next week's show. So Excellent. I think it'll be outside the station. It'll have its debut, uh, assuming it's had the detail done. Should be done by then. Some Rexy news. Yes, tell me. So while I was, my brother-in-law took it to get the exhaust put on, um, and it was a mechanic that he ended up choosing, which you know I've got no qualms with. Like It's his car at this point. Um, but I guess the beauty of it was this mechanic also owns... He owns an STI and a WRX. All right. Um, and he's very much performance car oriented. He does service every other car. I believe Jake, um, our good friend Jake, gets his car service there as well. So he's a bit of a, a jack of all trades. And um, he actually verified some of the work that the you know, the previous mechanic did. Very good work as well. But there's that little bit of difference when you drive the car yourself or you have one of those cars. Mm. You know those little niggly bits that may need attention. And this is exactly what he did. So he ended up just changing out the gearbox oil, the diff oil. Um, doing a complete uh, brake fluid flush, um, a clutch, fl- um, a ma- a, a master cylinder flush, that kind of stuff, and um, tightening up some bushings. Like, I think he tightened up the shifter bushing. And my brother also said that the car feels different. I was like, oh, it's probably a bit of placebo here and there. Let me give it a drive because I also just want to drive. <laughs> and by golly, the car feels legitimately different. Yeah. Like you, it, the shifter is way more solid. It goes in when you want it, you know. I think, again, just bleeding the clutch fluid out. That was also quite helpful with the brakes as well. Brakes feel stiffer. And one crucial thing, which I was way too lazy to do, he tightened up the slack on the um, throttle cable, it being an older car. Yeah. Initially, there was that little bit of dip where you get nothing when you first touch the throttle. Now it's very, very blippy. Good. Um, so I get the car to drive around and it put a massive smile on my face again. Also with the exhaust. Um, Ultrax make a damn good exhaust. I was a bit worried going, you know, I thought maybe I should just go NVIDIA, you know, they know what they're doing, but Ultrax made a damn good exhaust. It does not kind of drone on you when you're just cruising, especially at like 60. That's what you want. You know, you start on fifth, you're very much just very nice and silent. The moment you kind of get on it, you want to hear the wrong, you hear it. And um, I was very, very happy because last thing I want to do was tell my brother-in-law, hey, change the exhaust. And then he'd be like, <laughs> it's too loud. He, he confessed to me. He's like, the first couple of days, I thought, well, what did I do? It's too loud, but I think once the exhaust kind of broken, um, it's it's perfect. Yeah. So the car's really really coming into it. He's got rims planned. He's got suspension. Um, he wants to do the uh, process Western cooler, and um, apparently the mechanic himself he has a uh, STR front bar, which got those little um, oh, they are. canards and stuff. Yeah, canards and yeah. stuff. And because the car has those side skirts, the black ones, and they're on the rear bumper as well, which apparently. He's the mechanic's never seen before on an STI. I think they're a very uncommon option. Yeah, like th- th- those little scallops on the side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they were like a Subaru like option thing. I, yeah. remember, I remember when my brother had his Liberty. If, if you, it was like an option to get those little little accent. Like they're, they're like a p- piece of plastic on each corner. Yeah, really. and um, the whole side skirting as well. Quite rare to find on a WRX actually. So um, you know, it's I think the the canals if they're black they work nicely with that, and it just kind of set up the car nicely for him. And when I snatch it back, inevitably, um, <laughs> not, not that I do that, but um, I'm quite happy that the car's kind of coming into its own now. That's, so, all, that's awesome. It, it's basically like I'm living vicariously through him. We're all <laughs> what they want to do the WRX. 
Well, Alan, we what was the bet last year that how long did it take? You, you said you were going to put your exhaust on before the end of the year. That never happened. And then we kind of just forgot about it. Now, I'm going to commend your brother-in-law because he's a man of, he's a man of, uh, uh, what would you say, uh, Scotty? He's a man of, of his word. He said, I'm putting that exhaust on. And what did he do? He put that exhaust on. No, I said, hey, you put that exhaust on because I paid for it. Otherwise, I'm going to sell it on Facebook Marketplace <laughs> as new and unused, which it was. That's what got the, the fire roasting, Andrew. <laughs> but it's a lot easier when you live in your own home and you don't have your parents to nag you about the stuff. Because as I think Mr. J or Papa J or my old man or my mum as well, um, they, they're very anti-car modification. They're very anti-car in the first place, um, you know. So it's hard to kind of get those things done by, it's a lot easier when there's, you know, you can take the car home and there's no one to nag you, which I think um, my brother-in-law's got that benefit. Um, Luke has got the same benefit. Does. Like uh, when we change the steering wheel, whereas if we had done it at your place, I think uh, PUBJ would have, uh, I mean, he already called us a couple of choice words. Yes, many times. <laughs> when, when he saw the steering wheel, but uh, if he had, we had been doing it in his driveway, I think he would have continued. That and also he skipped saying Mercedes number one. Yes. So that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's definitely, definitely something. But I, I like how, I like what the WX is coming along. Speaking of like those fluid changes, I ran the, did the gearbox and diff oil in the, in the Typhoon when I first got it, because the, the diff felt really weird and it was a bit clunky and, that you're right. It, putting good fluid in and, and giving it a flush changes a car. Um, and and yeah, so I, I completely see why that that super guy that, that's especially done those. He owns them. He he knows what to what to look for on those cars. Yeah. So it's a uh, yeah, completely different car. And uh, I look forward to more mods and driving it again. That's, that's always my thing. I'm like, well, let me have a test of it. You know, let's at his expense. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's good. It's good that the, the Rex is still going strong, man. Because mm. it's the thing of like, if something goes wrong with it, I'm like, not my problem. Before <laughs> <laughs> exactly. for daily, I'm like, I can't be stranded in Canberra, you know, doing this shit. So, um, but the, I mean, your car mechanic was pretty good anyway, yeah. though. So, yeah. what did that mechanic say? He said it's pretty, pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's good. Like the, the exhaust has um, up the boost. Yeah, that, that, that's a common thing. Because you got a turbo back exhaust, don't you, Scotty? On the Liberty, yeah, uh, almost. Okay, almost from turbo back. I don't know who's, however, it's been tuned, but it just sits on fifteen psi all day, every day. That's good though. Like even, 15... even after I did the new midsection and everything, it's still just fifteen psi. Hasn't changed. That's what you want. They are, I mean, they're made to run on fifteen psi pretty safely. That's what my Forester makes. It's just like fifteen, fifteen. Mm. Yep. Yeah. So now they get my roller, we got a boost gauge. <laughs> I did. I mean, I just got a boost gauge for the Liberty just so I could see how much it was running. <laughs> yeah. So WX is coming along really, really well, Alan. That it sounds good for for your brother-in-law doing all the things that you should have done. Yeah. <laughs> like like I said, like I said, if something goes wrong, it's not my problem. <laughs> I think that's. <laughs> that's uh it's a favorite line of mine now you know and i can use that so i can drive the car occasionally enjoy the, the mods and then walk away when it is just like somebody else's baby you know if you need that cuteness in your life you go to you know, a friend's baby you just hold them hug them you know when, the moment they cry you're like there's something wrong with your kid and you walk away yeah. um it's, it's broken it's one of the joys of life <laughs> fix it <laughs> uh, yeah. but i've uh, i've taken up too much of the time let's move it on to scotty scotty car bless with you not much at the moment um, I actually, just before I saw there was a new XR5 
turbo focus put up for sale mm-hmm. it's like put up there by a dealer i was like yeah prices price is pretty good and all that you know fairly low case and like for a dealer the pictures are awful potato so blurry oh no <laughs> all of them, they're all so blurry and trash i was like this is ridiculous so i found that pretty funny what color uh, it's black oh nice with the leather uh, no. Okay, that's all right. No. But you still got the Recaros anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, that was... God damn it. You'd think they'd... <laughs> <laughs> take pictures that aren't blurry. And they even put them up. They put up these blurry pictures. That's not going to help them. No. Um, what else have I been doing? I was going to think about putting the steering wheel into the Liberty, the new one. Looks like there'd be a little bit more stuffing around just because it's got an aftermarket uh cruise control on there too so i just gotta stuff around and get that working on there before i do all that so yeah i haven't pulled it apart yet um that's it nothing exciting well yesterday uh on, on this talk about xl5 turbos i drove my friend con's xl5 turbo mondeo uh and you told me to, to tell you how that went now yeah. it was Actually, a lovely car to drive. I'm um, not as quick as an XL5 Turbo Focus because it is heavier. Yeah, yeah. So, but it's the gear change was not sloppy at all. It was really, really crisp. The uh, the engine note was uh, was just to die for. Like, and, and it sound and they got tons of torque and they, they sound really good. So I, I can see why I can see why they're they really really well loved. But his one was a mint example. Like it, it's done 99,000 Ks. He bought it since new. Oh wow. Uh, it's in red, and usually red cars fade, but this car was immaculate. Gearbox is really nice. The engine's got a, a, a lovely note. Not the quickest thing in the world, but it's definitely it definitely moves. And he, he's actually planning on putting 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 a tune and, and doing a few things. You know, now that it's it's done, you know, it's done a fair bit of case. You know, engine's really really worn in. So he's like, he's like he wants to get a he wants to get like a, a cat back exhaust and just just get a tune for it, and that that should bring bring up quite quite substantially. But in terms of that back to back with an XR5 Turbo Focus. The XF5 Turbo Focus felt that a little bit more raw. You know, it's, it's, it's quicker. Definitely the Focus is quicker. It is a lighter car. But I was actually really surprised. It was pleasantly surprised. I mean, the XF5 one day was in the same category as a Mazda 6 MPS. And, and yeah, it's, it's like they were and, and a Liberty and a Liberty Turbo, a Liberty GT. It's funny how that's such a different car from the other two. And I've driven the I've driven Liberty GTs and I've driven Mazda 6 MPSs. It's the most refined one of the three. Uh, it's not. The, it's probably on par power-wise with the Lib, but in terms of a driving experience, it was it was lovely, and I I, I really enjoyed it. The other, I mean, it didn't feel front-wheel drive. It felt actually it felt like it put the power down quite well. Oh, so, okay. so yeah, it was, that, that that was the one thing that surprised me. I, mean, I remember driving my mate's Focus and and saying, yeah, this is actually not this is actually not bad. It it felt weird. It didn't talk to me all over the road. It was it was it was pretty good. So that's. Big thumbs up for me, Scotty. If that's the route you're going to go down, I think that is a, I think that's a, that's a great option. Yeah, I might have to try it both. I think. I mean, it is a bigger car, and the, and the Mondeos they're a bit rarer. Actually, they're a lot rarer. They didn't sell many XL5 Mondeos at all. But if you're after a hot hatch, definitely the Focus XL5 is the way to go. Yeah. If you're after a bit more something uh, sedate, you know what? It kind of reminded me same power. It felt very similar to your Lib as it is, uh, Scotty. Just like you know, just real smooth in the torque band and. Uh, it, there's like you don't feel like the boost is coming out. You just it's just you just you just you get hit with this wave of torque. Yeah, I want to see how it was, you know, power wise compared to my Liberty because I mean my Liberty's not the fastest thing. Well, but, 
it's fairly laggy, my Liberty. So I'd say the that's where the mon, that's where the XR5 turbos and that would actually be better than mine. Download definitely. Yeah. And I, yeah, I was really surprised. Like it's because I, I haven't driven an XR5 anything in a, in, a, in a long time. The only thing I drove was was that C30, but it was modified. That, that was that was a bit of a quick car. But this one in particular, it just felt it just like god of hand torque just it's just like built torque and it doesn't really rev high but it doesn't need to because it's got so much torque and I, and I really like a torquey motor that you can just you can just put your foot down and you know you're going to just move yeah and, and i guess that's why like a lot of people like barrows and, and stuff like that where they've got that that low end torque you don't really need to thrash the tits off them because they can just they can just go ham so uh, i i'll be fan yeah i would i would definitely try one out scotty all right good to know thank you very much Speaking of cars, now, do I have an interesting story for you both? Do you guys like Vic Roads? No. In case they're listening, I appreciate the service they provide. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'll say. Uh, listen, Mr. Koala over here. I'm like, I'm so nice to everybody. I'm a, I'm a tree hugger. <laughs> but there's always room for improvement. <laughs> here we go. Yeah, that, that's what we'll say. Anyway, <laughs> tell us the story, Maddie. So, mm-hmm. yesterday was the day I got the Mr. Two uh, registered on club right, club club plate. So I'll I'll show you a picture, uh, Scotty. This did happen. This, I'm not I'm not imagining this. There it is on, on live on the Zoom. Yeah, uh, it's real. It is real. It does exist. There it is. And but to get it to that point, well, that was an interesting day. So I picked up the car from the mechanic and popped the trade plate on, and I'm like, oh, I'll be back in half an hour. You know, I'm just gonna go to the club. Went to the club. They signed me up in about five or so minutes. He was like, he bought his son an MR2 SW20 and his son didn't want it. And he's like, I wish I never sold it because now they're worth a crap ton of money. He's like, crap. So we got talking about MR2s. Then he signed me off and I, he's like, oh, off you go. You, you want to go to Vic Roads. So I drive in the Vic Roads. <laughs> I get there and then I pull I, I pull up and I'm like, I'm like, I'm, hopefully I'm not seeing what I, what I think I'm seeing. And this is, and this is, this is what I saw. Now, I'm normally a very patient guy. I'm a very understanding guy. But, um, for example, the wait, it took me two and a half hours to get into the place. <laughs> what? Watch this. What the hell? So for those listening, there is basically a line stretching outside of the building and some horns honking. Yeah. So what, what that was, that was the side of the building. So that wasn't even the front of the building. So that, that line went to the front of the building, to the side, back and back underneath where that uh, where the inspection bay was, and then to the, almost to the left. Why so many? Like what? <laughs> Why all of a sudden? What's going on? There was easily two hundred and something people in that line, and I'm and I'm, I'm walking. I'm like, oh god. And then I turn around the corner. I'm like, oh god. It gets worse. So, like Vicar is this, was this a broad one or in lockdown? Yeah, they have been. Um, I'd imagine it's just people have possibly held off on a lot of transfers and whatnot. Because of COVID, they, they, you know, they've obviously people have listed their cars for sale, whether that's due to necessity or need, you know, well, they're both the same thing. But, you know, like personal necessity or like they just at this point, they won't be using a car for transport anymore because their business is, you know, pushing in the direction of going, you know, uh, work from home style far more. So I guess people have like listed their cars. And I think, and now the people that have actually needed cars and haven't wanted to pay COVID premiums, I think they're doing um, a lot of that work. Uh, for example, Jake's dad just um, is old. Uh, I believe he had a Camry. It was probably from the 
uh, it was the period of like I think ninety eight to two thousand something yep. that that range those bubbly ones, and that was giving him trouble. So he actually I think the other day ended up buying uh, Holden Epica, and um, yeah, he's uh, I think he, he was supposed to be Epica as today, <laughs> and uh, let's hope let's hope he had a good time. <laughs> when we when we went to give the transfer of the car to my sister and brother in law. They uh, they said we're going on to Vic Roads and I gave them all the transfer papers, you know, organized all of that for them because you know they're children and they can't take care of themselves, despite the fact they listed live in their own home. Anyway, I'm not <laughs> I'm not salty. We sent them on their way and uh, I get a call back from my sister saying, Oh, the, yeah, the line's really big at Vic Roads. So we're just sitting here at a cafe. And I said, hmm. And so they just they had decided for me that I'd have to partake in the transfer online. Um, so I had to make my dad a Vic Roads account. Um, no, put in a notice of disposal of the vehicle and then give their details and they had to basically register it online uh, which is at least a good service i think that's yeah. that's a positive that's come out of this you can basically buy and sell cars Probably. without going to vic roads i mean you still need the, the roadway certificate but you, you can cut out that middleman and that waiting time period which is nice but i imagine for club reg it's not the same thing particularly since you need the plates you have to go into vic roads which I think Manny suffered immensely. Well, that was only a part of the story uh, that I've gotten to so mm-hmm. far. So go on. It started to rain. <laughs> I'm cold. You're hungry. I'm hungry because I hadn't eaten all day because I was so excited to get the car. Because I, I thought I was going. I said to Ryan, "I'll be back in half an hour with your with your trade plate." You still got the plates? Yeah. I still got... <laughs> Here I am waiting up until I'm like, I'm like, well, I've come this far. I can't, I can't go now. So I get, I get to the to, to the top of the line. I get there and I'm like, yes, I'm I'm here. They let me in. They they infrared check me. They're like, yep, you don't have corona. <laughs> uh, then yeah, I had to check in. I had to give my name and number, and I pulled the ticket. I waited for another, you know, 15 or so, 20 minutes. Got called up. I should have, it, was, it was about 15, and got got called up, or so 15 or 10 or 15. That doesn't matter. But I got called up, and then I'm like, you got your paperwork. I'm like, yeah, I'm just wanting to get my my car put on a, on a club permit. They're like, yep, that's perfectly fine. Uh, lady, lo- lovely lady, she was doing, she was doing the work, and she's like, uh, "Do you know what the previous club registration uh, plate was?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I can call the owner." And like, so, so I, mean, I called the owner. I'm like, uh, "The previous owner." I'm like, "Hey, buddy, if you, do, you know, do you know what the old plate was?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, it's this." And I tell him that. They're like, "Okay, that's fine." Then I hang up the phone. Then they're like, "Oh no!" I'm like, "Oh what?" They're like, "Well, he hasn't said he hasn't." Uh, unregistered the car in his name so technically he still owns it and then you can't get your club car registered and I'm like hang on a minute you're telling me that he has to do it first before I can re-register it as on a club permit they're like yes and I'm like I've just waited close to close to almost three hours at this point for you to tell me that I can't do this so I'm like what's my options how can we how can we fix this so she's like to me basically what you can do is you can tell him to call up the, his you know, call up Vic Roads, you know, the, the customer center, and and do it. I'm like, well, can can, we, can I just give him? The, can I give you the phone? And you can just ask for his details there. They're like, no, we can't do that because they've got the online credentials and all, all that stuff. And I'm like, but I'm cutting out the middleman by just giving you the phone, you know, so you can just get this get this to happen. Because I'm like, I've waited all day. I'm supposed to be at work at this point, and they uh, she was like, look, there's not much we can do. I'll keep it open. Just tell him to keep trying. So he he kept calling. And he'd go through to the Vic Roads uh, lovely, lovely call center was like, hi, we're experiencing a high demand, of course. Please call again later. Beep, beep, beep. So it, it, that's all he was getting. It'd hang up on him. It wouldn't even let him wait. No, it wouldn't let him wait. Well, that is mm, room for improvement, Vic Roads. Yes. If anyone's listening. 
So, so then I'm sitting there twiddling my thumbs and he's like, dude, I can't get through. He's like, I'm so sorry for screwing you around. I'm like, no, dude, I didn't know that you had to unregister a club, uh, a club permit. And then, so I could, I thought because it's a technically unregistered car, unless you sign the book for that day, you can, you can, you know, technically drive it. And he's like, and he's like, yeah, well, I'm trying now. The online service doesn't do for club, club permits. So you can't, you can do it for a, for a, for a standard car, but you can't do it for a club permit car. And I'm like, oh, of course you can't. Um, and then they're, they're like, oh, if you hand the plates, and I'm like, I don't have the plates. His old man's got the plates. This guy lives in Sydney now. Can you please help me? And they're like, no, we can't. I'm like, I'm like, at this point, it's been three hours, well, over three hours. I'm like, I have to go. I have to go because I know Ratner was waiting for the uh, for the trade play. I fly back to, to his place. I park the car, take my laser. So the mission had failed at this point. At this point. I get back to work and it's like, it's the start of lunch. So I left in the morning, which was supposed to be because I was supposed to be back in, you know, an hour and a half tops. Uh, I'd planned for that. And luckily I've got some lovely work colleagues who, who looked after my, my yard duty. And I owe her actually a drink for that. <laughs> um, but I, I was like, okay. So I got back and I was, I kept, I kept trying as well. Couldn't get through. Then I got through and I was like, okay, yes. I, I'm doing my selections on the phone. Half an hour on the phone. They hang up on me. <laughs> Oh my god! And I'm like, I, I can't anymore. I, I I physically can't. So the time got to about three thirty, and um, I finished my, my, the work I had to do at work. So I was like, screw it. I'm just going to drive back to this place. Of, I won't say which uh, which uh, which Vic Roads one it was. And it's it's not the Vic Roads fault. It's not it's not the customer center fault. I get back there, and the lady, the, the lovely lady, she's like, look, Matt. So you don't have to wait back in line again. Just just say you're here to see me, and I'm, and then I'll let you back in. So here I am pulling up at Vic Roads. There's all these people get greasing me off as I walk past them all in this massive line which I had to wait in. Like they're like legit death staring at me. I'm like, oh, I'm here to see this person. Like, yeah, yeah, that's all right, come through. And I'm get, I'm legit getting daggers. And I'm like, well, this yeah, is. This would. Is like, I mean, for me in that line, I'd be giving you daggers too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, little did they know, I waited. I waited two and a half hours. Like I already paid my dues. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. They don't know that. Yeah. So I get in there, and they're like, they're here to see this person, and and. I see another lady and she's like, because uh, by this time I tried and got through again. The Meanwhile, well, during this whole escapade, the previous owner of the car, Andrew, he's been, he was trying to call him as well. He's like, Matt, I cannot get through to these guys. So I am, I got through and waiting on, I'm waiting on the hold for the second time and the no, third time I think this one was. She calls me up. I'm like, hey, I'm on phone with the call center. I'm waiting for them so I can just tr- tell, him to, tell them to call Andrew because he can't get through. She's like, look, the system has just been updated like recently and, and you are able to, to just like, just, just cancel it. Like, I can do that for you. And I'm like, thank you. So I hung up my phone and I'm like, thank you. Like you, you've, I mean, this has been a day wasted, but now it's actually been, been good. So then, so then I got my plates and I, I go up to the, to the cashier. They now, they have updated the system. All right. They, they charge you for your plates now. They never used to do that for, for, for club, for club, club region, which is okay. like 30 something bucks, but it used to be a used to be part of the part of the uh, the, the initial fee. So I get out, I drive back to to Ratner's back uh, you know, in RMA, stop the laser. I hand in the laser keys because he's he's got to do a service on that. Bolt up the license plates, and I'm looking at the car, and I'm just like, ah, oh, this was a whole day from from pretty much. I got there at ten just after ten in the morning. Uh, no, no, ten. Actually, I got there at ten o'clock in the morning, and I. Was finished with them just before five o'clock. <laughs> That's so, a full day. Full day. So then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just enjoy enjoy the car. So I put the put the plates on, signed the book, drove to Williamstown, 
drove to Sunbury, Scotty. Yeah, I drove to Sunbury last night. Oh, nice. And then I, I then I drove home, and I've, I've had a bit of a weird day today for, uh, for for some personal reasons. But then I uh, I couldn't sleep last night, so what I did was I was like, well, I feel like going for a drive because I, I was I was actually yeah I was in bed. I'm like, no, I can't sleep. My mind was racing, so I hopped in the MR2, took it for a drive. And this is like at you know. 12 30 one o'clock in the morning driving around anyway i made sure to to write to write in the book i'm like oh past 12 o'clock so i'll write in the book just 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 in case i'm like i'm not going to get pulled over surely not on my way home i'm, I'm on a um, boundary road in pascaval and I'm, I'm just just putting along and i see this car fly up my ass and then hit the brakes and then all of a sudden bang flashing lights i'm like oh it, it was terrifying it was like what the hell is this so here i go pull up i pull over <laughs> I'm like, oh god I'm like, I'm like i've had the car on the road one day so he, he, he comes to the. Oh, that's they were crushing this trash heap. <laughs> you know, one too many warnings. You're like, I don't even do anything. It's like, something's aggressive. I need back. Stop Stop resisting. Stop resisting. Pepper spraying. Pepper spraying. <laughs> taser, taser, taser. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. They call this. They call the the, the the SWAT team and stuff because because I've got a yeah I've got a beard. No, they're like, oh yeah, just uh, we, we have some from the Faulkner Highway Patrol. I'm like, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, you know. I actually had my my hand, the book in my hand, ready to give them. I was like, I, I know the process, that. And then um, they, they took my license. Like, how long have you owned this car for? I'm like, well, technically, only about six hours <laughs> because it's been in my name for about six hours <laughs> at this point. And he's like, oh, okay. And having a look around, it like, look, they they said it looks pretty tidy for an old car. I'm like, yeah, it's it, it is in good condition. They're like, have you had anything to drink? And 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 I had. And uh, they're like, how long ago was this? And I'm like, oh, about three hours ago. And I had it with dinner. They're like, yeah, you should be okay. Blow to this. And I'm like, if I blow over after this day has done this to me, I'm going to just like, that's it. I'm done. But they're like, oh, off you go. Here's your license. Here's your club permit. And uh, club permit book. Popped in my car. And then they're just waiting for me. And I'm like, this car's going to let exhaust. I took off as slow as I could. <laughs> like slipping the clutches. Like, <laughs> just took off. I was changing gear at like 1500 RPM. <laughs> I'm driving off. And I'm like, oh, I, I can't do this anymore. Like, what the hell? This is, what the, the chances of that? But but then I realized, I'm like, I must be getting old because I was driving back 110 k's an hour on, you know, from, from Sunbury like early, early that, that evening. And I, and I started, started, you know, turned the car off and I, I, like, I had a bit of ringing in my ears. At a certain frequency, the sports exhaust has got a bit of a drone. And I'm like, I can't believe I'm saying this. I think I'm getting too old for loud exhaust. Like, what the hell's wrong with me? This is, I know, I know, Adam. I know. And I drive a really loud Subaru, but but that doesn't drone. This one at 110 was brrrr. So amazing. You should be called Grandpa J now. Grandpa J. So I'm like, if I can get uh, like an extra, the thing is it's really tight in there because it has got a, it's got a stainless steel exhaust. Uh, I, I, I'll be in there. Yeah, could put a hot dog or something in there because because it's curled right around. So they usually help with um with drones. It's just it's just a little bit. It's just like it's just an annoyance. Like the, the car, like at any RPM, it's fine. But at, at three and a bit thousand RPM at one hundred and ten, it's there. At one hundred, it's fine. But at one hundred and ten, that's what it'll get you. Yeah. Ah, because like, oh, I'm planning on taking this thing to 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 do Tasman- Tasmania uh, early in the early in the year and. I'm just like, oh, can I, I don't know if I could do it. <laughs> I don't know if I could do it. I've got a solution of sorts. Earmuffs? Um, no. Noise-canceling earbuds. Ah, true. So I looked up any kind of legislation I could on wearing, you know, earbuds or earphones during driving, and there's nothing. 
you could technically get done for distracted driving if a cop really, really wants to, you know, put screws on you. But there's no actual technical kind of offense to driving with, um, you know, earpods. And I ended up getting a uh, set of AirPods Pro um, earlier, just in that time period, because they're all special. And um, I've always noticed that the Rexy particularly, it's it's okay up to about 110. Um, the road noise does get there, so you need to, like, you know, really put your your voice up if you want people to have hear chat, you, yeah. have a chat. Uh, luckily, I, I was driving alone. But it just, you know, the road noise wears on you. And I'm not saying I was going fast, but when you got a bit higher than that... <laughs> You know, a buck eighty. Like, like it, it, <laughs> hey, it was two. No, um, in Mexico, if, obviously. If you're doing like, you know, if the car's going maybe one thirty or something, then the road noise is a bit, a bit more unbearable. And so I've noticed that because it's such a constant noise, noise cancelling headphones really do the mm. trick. And rather than have my stereo playing, I think I was listening to um, car talk podcast. Obviously, of course, of course, catching up. No, <laughs> I, I, was, I think I was listening to just an audio book, and I, you know, normally it's really, really difficult. Like if you kind of stop paying attention, you'll lose it because of the road noise. Having it pumping through the, the AirPods also while there's noise cancelling going on, I had it at a nice low volume. It was nice and calm. I really enjoyed the ride. Mm. And- um, No, just earbuds. Yeah, there was just noise cancelling earbuds. And mm. I, I thought that was, that was really, really like, even when I wasn't listening to stuff, I still had the earbuds in just with the noise cancelling on just because I really enjoyed the, the, the serenity because it was, you know, I. I, I like my car exhaust. I'm not saying I, I hate those, but at that time period, I was just, you know, getting from A to B. I just wanted it to be a bit more calm and really nice. So that may be a solution. You can also use the, the, the AirPods for other listening purposes while you're around. I mean, because it, it does, it, it, the exhausts sound pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, you, you, you hear it after the show. It's, it's, it's got a really raspy little, you know, little 4AGE you know, noise and it, and, it, and it sounds awesome, especially, especially when you get it on cam above 5,000 RPM when it, all the way to 7,500. Oh, it sounds beautiful. And the intake and the, and the big intake and all that. And then you channel your inner, in it should be, and then you sort of rev it to 11,000. 11,000. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's just, it's that frequency between, you know, just over three grand. It's like, oh, like I was, I was, I was like, I'm like, well, I can still, I can still hear it. Mm. So, but I think that might be a solution because, because yeah. it's not a car I drive every day. Exactly. So and it's like, you know, I, it, it doesn't bother me. Uh, if, if probably that would be I think that would be a good option yeah. Just, yeah and once again you've got the utility of earbuds just for other purposes uh, whereas the hot dog's only going to go on the car yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, I mean, I've even made my way all the way out to Kyneton before Kyneton Vic Roads uh, so you went all the way there to to uh, to register a car before yeah just because there was no bookings for Sunbury oh, they were right. out for ages uh, this is for the Evo Oh, yeah. So I just went, oh, stuff it. I'll have a look at Kitan. Boom, straight in. Drove down there, got the plate straight out. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, awesome. that's, that's pretty good thinking. Like, I remember um, during our time period when we wanted to get our peas, you had to book basically six weeks. Six, six weeks. What are you talking about? Six months, try. No, no way. During my point, yes. I literally, the only reason I got a spot, I was ready to go to uh, Seymour. That's how far I was ready to go. But even Seymour was booked up. <laughs> So, yeah, so I decided that I was going to keep looking. So I think I went for it about basically during my birthday. So I was looking three months ahead and there was nothing. Uh, somebody ended up cancelling in Mandura. I took it. I was very, very happy for that. But the, the booking times were crazy at that oh. point. And that wasn't even, you know, in, in, in a pandemic. It was just, I don't know what they were doing. <laughs> Room for improvement, Vic Rhodes. Um, and now, obviously, due to it being a post-pandemic situation, 
they they're really probably behind. Well, it's it's only like oh, they can you can do a lot of things online now, and like uh, like a lot of people there just to do weird simple things they could have done online. And, yeah. and I felt bad for this one bloke. <laughs> he was he was in the, in the line after me, and so when the lady told me to tell me to sit down, so like she's like she's like oh just just try call the guys for see if you can get through. He goes up. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm here to get my truck license. And, you know, he had all his paperwork done. Like, he was approved. And the lady's like, you can't you, you can't do it. And she, he's like, well, why not? He's like, well, you only had your normal car license for six months. So you, you need to have your, your your regular car license for about a year before you, come, you can do tr- truck driving. Oh. And I'm like, this poor bloke waited two and a half hours <laughs> just to be told no. I'm like, oh, no, the poor guy. But those are at least, I feel, a situation of like, he should have known better. Well, see, but I think there's a series of errors there because he went for his, I think he went, went for his, his test. The test isn't run by Vic Rose to have your It's not, it's not. And that's the thing. But they, they would have, they, they should have said, oh, well, he's, you know, hasn't had his license long enough. They, they don't bother. Yeah. Like they should have probably told him that he needed to wait longer. I think they were just happy to get the, the money and <laughs> pass him on his accreditation. Oh, uh, for sure. Which I would, if I was him, I'd obviously get them to at least at the very least retest him for free yeah um when he's eligible to actually get the license i think that'd be a fair thing otherwise i would say he's entitled to a refund because you know realistically they gave him a service that he couldn't you know use hmm. but that's as I, I they may actually benefit from just having like a couple of people with ipads or computers walking around in the line and just quickly like you know i'll take 10 people you take the next 10 yeah. asking those people what are you here for do you know you can do this online? Yeah. I think a lot of that would actually shave down the line significantly mm-hmm. because be half, half the time people are too lazy to just look it up themselves. There's like, oh, I'll just go on a Vicarage and they'll do it. If you just give them that option, you're helping them out while they're doing it and then you move on to the next person. I reckon they could have shaved that line down significantly. Yeah. But that's, you know, a room for improvement, as we say. Oh, maybe Vicarage. But yeah, it's been interesting having the AW11 on the road. It gets a lot of looks, I, I think, because you like, you don't so see rare. It's, yeah, you, don't, you don't see them on the road. Yeah. Like you, you just do not see. You don't. don't you don't see them. I, I drove to work today, and um, my mate Connie, he's, he's the one that let me drive his X, XL5 one day. I'm like, you can have a go at the MR2. And you couldn't get the smile off his face. He's like, it's so cool. Like it's such a it's such a weird like 80s kind of. It put a smile on my face when I drove in. There you go. It's like oh he, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's here. It's here. But I'm I'm getting used to its quirks. You know, every car is not without its quirks. It's um. <laughs> The fuel size, the fuel tank is a pipette. Uh, it's it legit 17 bucks. So 17 liters is like half a tank, I've, I've realized. Because uh, fuel's expensive, but I put 98 in it. And so I put 30 bucks in 98 and it gives me half a tank, which is like, it was like, I was at $1.70. So it was like 17 or so liters. So I'm like, it's not, I mean, it's good on fuel, but you're doing a lot of stops because the fuel tank is really small. And the fuel tank, which is what I found out, is in them is in the middle of the car. So it's it's where the exhaust tunnel, uh, you know, and, and uh, would normally be, or or, or you know, um, transmission transmission tunnel. tunnel. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's in there, and it's like this little this little plastic tube that goes goes like all the way straight. So I'm like, okay, that makes sense. So this thing doesn't have a big tank at all. So it's the 34 liters all up, or is it? Well, well, I only put 30 bucks in it because because I, I, what I wanted to do because I had really two year old stale fuel in mm-hmm. the car. So I wanted to still like I, I ran it all the way pretty much to empty, and then I put 20 bucks, I put I put uh, 30 bucks in it. And that got me half a tank, because and then I cleaned that out when I went to, when I went to Sunbury, when I've driven it around all day, and then and then I put another thirty bucks in it today, and it got me seventeen liters, and that got me half a tank again. So I'm assuming it's got a very very small tank, but it's quite fun to drive. It's, it's actually really nimble and, and and a bit of fun. 
the 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 wheels that are on it i mean yeah they look cool but they're definitely not right for the car and their offsets a bit wrong because they're actually a little bit more they're wider but they're the offsets a little bit more negative i'd say so it goes in a little bit so on, on a hard lock uh you can get a bit of inside rubber on the um on the on the inner guard like just, just the, the plastic guard so it goes like if you're at full lock i'm going to try rectify that with some spaces put some space on it see if that that you know airs it out a little bit gives it that bit of space but suspension wise is pretty good i mean it's, it's been it's been a lot it's got lowered springs but i've still got the original springs with it well else? yeah it, it, it's it's driving it drives really well it's still got a bit of a bit of a hesitation but i think it's got a dirty throttle body um uh, at, at low rpm because once you get it above like you know five it just it's like you can hear that you actually hear the butterfly valves in the tevis open and the thing just goes and then it just the exhaust note changes and it revs out really well so I don't know top end it's really good but it's the, that bottom end where it's a bit it's a, bit, a little bit doughy it could be even like a the, uh, the accelerated cable is probably a little bit loose it could it could even be something something as simple as that so with that in mind I'm got that's that's the next thing to do oh it's it's, it's just had a full service and, and stuff so it's ready to go ready to be driven and yeah I'm I'm enjoying it but yeah it does have its quirks it's you know the the immobilizer system is a bit funny on it but that's that's oh, it's part of the car and. The fact that this car, someone broke into it and like broke a lot of the parts inside of it when they tried to steal it, has kind of you know annoyed me because they broke the steering column, they broke the the ignition barrel, and they broke the cowling. Now they've tried to repair the cowling because they're, but they're unique to MR2. They're quite hard to find. So sometimes when you, when you turn the steering wheel like full lock, uh, the plastic kind of catches and you get a, like a little bit of like like it's like it's like scraping on that piece of plastic. So I've got to rectify that. But apart from that, it's yeah, it's driving really well. It's so weird to see it's compared to other cars because it is tiny. I didn't like compared to other cars, you don't realize how actual small it is. And I put it, I put this, I took this photo in perspective. That is next to the current gen Corolla. <laughs> oh my god. It's it's tiny. It's actually small. So and then that's it. And next to a C class. This is me waiting out halfway down the, down the thing. I'm like, oh, I'll take a photo while I'm here. Um, but yeah, it's it's quite a tiny little car, and I didn't, you know, I had one of the ladies at work say, "That's a shoebox, put it away. It's a toy," and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, right, I love." But it's, I can see why people can see it's 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 a, it's a bit quirky and very 80s. So, no, I, I like it. I, I think it's um I think it's a cracking little little car. Scotty, you're gonna have to have a drive, and, and Alan as well once yeah, once. Yeah, for sure. Once we once we catch up soon, which will be for hopefully the uh, the car to car race, which I'm gonna do a link to and we'll, we'll sort out this week hopefully and plan it which would be awesome so yeah that's pretty much my car updates guys and and my eventful day getting my, my car you know club permitted and on the, on the road i don't think i'd want to go to vicarage for a very long time after that but yeah, sounds like hell oh man like i yeah and look i don't blame anyone there but i just i just think they could you're right Alan, they could do things better certainly could and like even even the transferring of cars online that realistically should have been a thing ages ago. Oh, yeah. Like, these things, we shouldn't have to wait for, you know, pandemics to kind of uh, bring in, you know, this um, innovation. Like, the, the, the learner permit test, that's now available online, I believe. Oh, I think it is. Um, or there's, there's some aspect of it that you could do online. And again, that's realistically, it's a, it's a knowledge-based test. You're not really going to be, even if you start driving without that test, I think you'd be fine if you're being taught by crucially a fully licensed driver like i don't think somebody who would have failed the learner permit test is inherently going to be a bad driver it's somebody that didn't study the damn book it's it's far more about how you're taught when you're behind the wheel with you know 
parent, our guardian, or hopefully an actual instructor that that really kind of brings into the kind of driver you end up becoming. And then there's, you know, what you choose to do afterwards. If you merely decide to get on your phone, even though you're a P planner and you legally can't. Got um, a bad time. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I feel that there needs to be more innovation. I'm glad that COVID has brought about some innovation, but realistically they could do a lot more. Yeah. And for God's sake, update the damn hazard perception test for the piece. Like that is terrible. That video, you like one pixel is like a piece of like <laughs> a, a brake light for a tram. And I'm like, I don't know if that's on. Like, mm-hmm. I think they've updated it. I, think, I think it's different. Yeah, somewhere you told this year, I was saying that they've changed it recently. And uh, it, it should have been updated a long time ago. Like the fact that you know, in 2000 and what 2010 ish, I did mine. <laughs> That was, yeah, it was horrendous how bad that, that test was. But that's things for you. Yeah, that's exactly right. I remember it's doing my... The technology and getting with the times. They're always a little bit behind. I mean, same thing with the, uh, our field, Scotty, in education. Like, they're, they're always yeah. a little bit... Yeah. But it's funny, though. I remember doing my hazard perception test. And the mouse was... Like, <laughs> the mouse of Vic Rose was so worn out and broken that I, I didn't even click it. And I, and I clicked it, it like, when, it, when it said, oh, you know, uh, click when it's safe to, to, to leave. And as soon as I, I didn't even touch the mouse and it clicked, I'm like, oh, but it wasn't safe to leave yet. And I'm, like, I'm like, if I fail because of this stupid mouse, I'm going to complain, <laughs> but I passed. I was like, that all right. It's the computers. I thought that was pretty funny. But it, it's, um, it's interesting, like, especially me being, being, a, being a high school teacher, uh, you know, seeing, seeing my, my year 12s get their licenses and stuff and, and then, like they, they had their graduation yesterday and, and, and the likes and and you know hearing them hearing them get on the roads and um, and do the what, one wheel peels and oh yeah you know all that in Mexico in Mexico and red turns get outside the school gates yeah I, I just I just think back to like when when I when I was a people I'm, I'm like it was it was a fun time like it was it, it was such, it was like you know a lot, a lot of people say it, and it's cliche but it's like you have a life before your license and you have a life after your license and it's just it's like it's like there's that and then there's this you know. Yeah. And, and and they're not wrong, and it's especially like seeing the, seeing how like you know you've got these seventeen year olds, and then they turn eighteen, and then they're like like instantly like 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 that much more independent. It's it's it's, yeah. it's incredible. And then there's those guys that don't have the license for ages. We call them leeches. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hey, well, I think there was a funny post on Facebook where it was like, you either get your license after you turn eighteen, like you know everyone that's normal, or you're very pretty, um, <laughs> and. Uh, I can certainly say some of the people that have uh, mooched rides have not been pretty enough for it, at least from memoir. Okay. You know. oh, well, I'll, um, I'll, I'll try to put on my makeup next time. Yeah. I'll, well, I'll, you, I'll you, put my face on. Hey, you, you had your peas. I did. Still in high school. I had to wait till I got out because obviously ages and you know being the young kid. But but that's a, that's a that's a fair reason when when you're like 32 and you haven't got your license <laughs> and and you're like, well, no, I don't want to get it, and then you're still itching rides and and yeah. I actually well, this will be post show. Um, but I actually have a story of somebody who was, I think they're nearing their 40s and they had their mum drive them to work. Um, so they, they finally do have their license now, but it's only because one of their co-workers, a female, had asked, why does your mum pick you up from work? <laughs> um, so it's, it's more common than you would think. Well, I mean, we've discussed the show before that, like, you know, <laughs> people aren't getting their license as much anymore. And it's, and it's, and it's a fair reason why, like, you know, probably transport's pretty good and, and, and the likes, but... Yeah, it's it, it. We are we are a dying dying breed. But yeah, um, another thing, another quirky thing about the MR2 before before we we move on, it looks fast standing still, but it's not fast at all. <laughs> it's it's actually a real nugget. But but that's what I like about it. it it's it's not supposed to be fast. It's, Does it's, it feel fast? It feels like you're going a million kilometers an hour 
just, that's quite just, important. Just like yeah, yeah, that's what you want. Yeah, and it's fun. And you know what? Like I was, you know, throwing it into corners, and it's just like it just just turns in. And did you get any lift off oversteer yet? I'm too scared for that. I don't. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I, don't I don't want to snap oversteer yeah, into chicken. a uh, into a tree just just yet. We're in a parking lot. A wet parking lot. We're, we're parking lot. What? Yeah, yeah. Bang the other way. A big um, open area. Yeah, yeah. It'd just be yeah, there's many spinning again. There's many spinning again. There's many spinning again. But it's yeah, it's it's not fast, but it but it's quick. Like it it, it moves with, with with modern truck. I think it'd be pretty much on par with like my laser kind of thing. I, I mean, having said that though, this car's got three hundred eighteen thousand kilometers on a not rebuilt motor. It's got you know it's got those many k's. I only had eighty eight kilos to start with in the first place. So I'd say a lot of those ponies would have escaped at some point, but it's still, it still revs hard and still zippy and, and still fun. So I think by all, by all accounts, you know, it's for what it is, it's, it's a, it's a bit of a riot and you know, it's a bit of a nostalgia trip. And I think, you know, I'm definitely happy. I, I, uh, I bought, I bought it because it's, you know, I would have been kicking myself if I didn't. No, oh, I'm very glad you bought it as well. Cause I can get, you know, a drive in it without, yeah. without the responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> so, says the guy that borrows is, is now, defunct wrx uh, from from hey his... for testing purposes okay? is uh, it's making sure the cars you know <laughs> testing, molto bene. testing purposes he says yeah yeah sure sure uh but yeah that yeah, I, i've enjoyed it I've, I've enjoyed driving it. i've enjoyed playing around with it i've enjoyed you know just just using it and it's um it's actually quite quite practical which is which is quite funny because it's got it's got two boots so it's got the front and the actual normal boot you can't really get much in there. The front's got the spare tire on it. It does, yeah. Mm. yeah. I'll, I'll show you after the show anyway. And I'll, 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 I'll give you a, give you a, a route around, as uh, Mike uh, Mike and Ed would say, from from uh, uh, Old Atchie and Wheeler Dealers. I used to love that show. Well, that was the first time I ever saw, like, you know, like pro- properly one of those on, was on that show. And then, because I, I don't think I've, I've seen many SW20s all around. Like, they, they still, they, they still, I mean, they're getting less common, but they still are around. But AW11s, you just don't. And I thought, I was actually reading a, a news article today about, you know, the A86 and then like, yep, uh, what to look for when you buy one. It was, like, it was like a what to look for guide. And it was just like, yep, yeah, you're looking for one of these, uh, da, 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 da. but be expected to pay for a good one, 50 grand. And I'm like, that's insanity. But it's like other options. Look for AW11 MR2, same engine, uh, funkier styling, very retro, mid-engine layout, better balanced, you know, and they had a whole bunch of other things. And I'm like, Please don't let this be in the next the, the next Tofu Tax car. Please let that be the next Tofu Tax car, because if that's the case, then then parts and, and the likes are, are going to go through the roof. Anyway, but that's 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 it. That's it on on my on my car car end. I think for for that, Scotty. In terms of your XL5 hunting, how many Ks did that one have? The one you looked at, from the the one with the potato camera. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say you were talking about Wheeler Dealers, Maddie. No, yeah, um, and I, I remember a couple of years back, Ed China from Wheeler Dealers had uh, started a YouTube channel. He did. Uh, it was called Ed China's Garage Revival, and we're quite excited about that. One episode. Yeah, one because <laughs> uh, I, I rewatched that episode the other day. It's, it's good. It's such a good episode. Like he goes to um, Norway. It was, it was, it was a golf, it was a golf GDI, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, where the, the gentleman wanted to place an older engine in with the carburetors. Um, and there was um, approval issues, but because they had done that once before in a car, they kind of allowed it to happen. Yeah. And yeah, he helped out and it was quite cool uh, overall, especially um, I think them doing the roof lining was probably the most interesting part to me. It was so complicated. Yeah. But I, I checked back and I was like, oh, it's really sad that that show you know, didn't continue from there because it was a good pilot. I'm assuming possibly that they wanted somebody to 
uh, pick it up and you know do the the paying um and no, no uh, sponsors came forward or something of that nature happened but that was you know that was a real exciting prospect of something that could have happened i wonder what he's doing these days at china because like like he like he to me ed made that show he he made that show what it was which is which was always really really cool well one thing's for sure he said he'll never go back to wheel of Deals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that, <laughs> they, they, they burnt him pretty hard there i think so scotty well i'm looking at these photos of this xr5 it's an, it's an early 2007 ls 13990 drive away no more to pay so the photos have definitely been taken by a potato but then um you get you get to you get to this and they're doing like merge shots so, that, so they have the technology to do that yet they, yet, the yet last they, photos are hilarious yet they can't take normal photos what the hell <laughs> sells a car like that it's like the camera was smeared with vaseline and then they start taking the photos oh man what 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 were they thinking yeah, awful photos. Absolutely awful. If you ask them, they'll tell you they've taken the best photos around. <laughs> you know, they, they even have to uh, do some post-editing and stuff to make sure the buyer got the real picture. Mate, I am... I don't even know what to say to that. Like, I'm just... Just the bird shots are just... You know, they went for full photo shoot. That's part of the deal. Like, you get the photo shoot pictures. You take them. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't... I seriously don't know what to say. So there's a 2011 one on there for 12, uh, 12 nine, and that's got 169,000. That's an LV. Uh, have you seen that one? Uh, well, this is one I'm interested. I just posted up now. The problem is I don't. Have, I still don't have any photos up for it. It's only <laughs> 119,000, 14,990. Again, it's a dealer. So in other words, they probably haven't got the car yet. They're like, well, it's, it's, it's what it is what it is. Well, we're happy to go check it out with you. Hell yeah, we are. You know. We'll help you run it through the ringer. And uh, um, Scotty, I know you were super helpful with with us, with me especially, offering Alan that that you know driving it home that day. Yeah. So we drove the STR home. You know, I can't can't repay that kind of you know, uh, <laughs> So I'm more than happy to come help out. You know. I'm even um, available to help to uh, to add some Ks onto that STI if need be too. <laughs> to help out. He'll help break the motor in properly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, break break the motor in all right uh, <laughs> yeah it's it's just, yeah it's it's interesting that like dealerships especially like that's the type of photography that that, that they use surely like i mean it was taken your phone camera is better than those you could yeah use. i've seen better ones on better photos done on facebook marketplace oh yeah I, I, I did see the other day though this was really cheap on facebook marketplace was a um a mitsubishi starion turbo and it was cheap. Like it was cheap. Everything worked. Apparently, all the electrics worked. The air conditioning worked. This is it here. It was the it was the small body, not the wide body. Mm-hmm. But still, still such an '80s really cool car. 1982. The price seven and seven grand. Oh, jeez. And, and they came with like electric front seats and, and 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 the likes too. Like all the buttons there. Yeah, the leather's a bit make and torn, but you're still getting a turbocharged uh, Starion for. Manual for seven grand. They here in Australia, they're worth a lot of money. They're like worth 20, 30 grand, especially for a wide body. You're looking 30 grand plus. So I think that's a cracking motor. Yeah. So, so someone, someone bought, someone bought that and they've, they're going to have an enjoyable, enjoyable car for many a year to come. But yeah, I'm, I'm astonished that one dealerships take photos like that. And two, Ed China is still not having a show yet because. Yeah. I think he's got another YouTube channel where he posts up uh, a few things here and there. Oh, yeah. the one I just pulled up, Maddie. 
That's what I was telling you about just before, Scott. Scott. Oh, this, one. this one looks quite tidy. The, the photos are actually low, except you've got the five upside down on the X. Yeah, well. oh, I was thinking that. Like, is the five upside down? Oh my god, it is too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is an XRS turbo. Oh, or it's like a G. You know, <laughs> I did not even notice that. I was just skimming through the photos. Good so I'm assuming it's had a respray. It's, it's, had, it's, had, a, it's had a rear end collision of, of some description. Yeah. Yeah. How can like, how can you put the five upside down? Oh, how can you how can you be so bad? Well, I was I was having this conversation uh, the other day. Wait for the dash photos. So it's it's missing its um it's missing its uh what's it called parcel shelf. Ah, nice. It's so nice to have just the boost gauge like physically. I know the STI's got like the the digital gauge for the the boost and that's nice, but. I don't know, there's something about a physical gauge that yeah, just... It is pretty cool. It's a little extra... Cute. I'd say this one's had a, a rear-end smash, I'd say. Yes, I, I would say so <laughs> as well. But, you know, I was noticing the other day, I was behind a, a, a Territory gear. Like, like, it was like my dad's, in, but it was in blue. And it was a turbo? It wasn't a turbo. Oh. And and I'm like, God, that makes me angry. And then uh, my partner in the car was like, she's like to me, what makes you angry? We were behind a Territory. I'm like, she's like, you like Territories? I'm like, yes, I do like Territories, but... Look at the badges. They're wrong. They're, they're, they're put in the wrong place. They were, they were like nowhere near correct. She's like, she's like, only you would pick that up. I'm like, no. I'm like, yes. But the issue is, it's like, you're a panel beater. Who, 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 like, who approves, who signs off on a car that the badges aren't right? It doesn't look right. And, and, but secondly, the idiot that, that took the car back would be like, oh, yeah, whatever. That's fine. It looks all right. Mm. Like, how do you not say that that's not good enough? That's not how the badges should be. Like... Would there be like a, a stencil or something you'd get to kind of line up the badges? You do, it? yeah. They, they, it's part of the, the sticker pack. They 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 cut it out, so you, so you put it in and you just peel it back, and then that's it. Yeah, that's pretty. You cool. can't get it wrong, and they still get it wrong time and time and time again. It just does my absolute. They probably just found some badges lying around from other cars. They like put some three M on it and just go. <laughs> <laughs> or or they or they were like, we'll charge the insurance company for new badges, but we'll take the old ones off and just just glue them yeah, back just on. Glue them back. Ah, oh, yeah, this will be right. And then they, they put super glue, so I know if they take them off, they're gonna pull the whole paint with it. But yeah, uh, just it, does does that bug you guys as well? Or is that just or is that just a me thing? No, it certainly bugs me. I, I think if you're gonna have badges on the car, have them on the right way, or unless it's like a massive goof going on, like you've got like um, an XR6 badge on a Commodore or something, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you're actually having a laugh, you know, or you know when you when you got the share badges on Commodores, which you're also I'm assuming you're having a laugh. Or the world's at least laughing at you. But. Well, I hate seeing M and AMG badges on non-M and AMG cars. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I agree. For some reason, that frustrates me more than anything. I hate seeing that. I it's, point it out all the time, and it just pisses me off. And I, I find it very annoying because it's it's one of those it's one of those things where, I mean, it, it, it's it's your own it's your own um, your own kind of you know it's you putting it on there. It's you doing it. It's, it's nobody else, you know. It's, but like, just putting a badge on wrong just just does my head in. And I see it time and time again on all the cars, especially. To be honest with you, especially like that forty era of like the two thousand five to about two thousand fifteen, where they had, especially with the focuses, they had the badge at the top in the early ones, and they had them down the bottom in the later ones. Mm. So I think people get confused. Just put them in the middle <laughs> 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 because it's like, oh, well, it's in the middle. So yeah, it's just it's just one of those things that that, that gets me grinds more gears. Music from the outside. Yeah. Hang on a sec, sorry.
But that black one looked alright apart from that, Scotty. And and yeah. you know, oh, it's obviously been in the back here with it because I haven't been able to replace the uh, the parcel shelf. <laughs> I love how they took two like photos zoomed into the five upside down. Oh. You know, like what well, special edition it comes with it upside down. <laughs> Oh my god! It, it's, yeah, a, it's a special edition. Uh, uh, um, it comes with an upside down five. So you, so you know, you're in the creme of the creme right there. Yeah, it reminds me of the um, the Mustang that had like GTR badges and stuff on it. <laughs> <laughs> and he asked the guy, he's like, "Is this a special model?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah it's a special one." <laughs> uh, I'd love to just go in there and say, like, this five is upside down. Has it had a respray? <laughs> No, 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 mate. It's it's straight as an arrow, mate. Like, what about the orange peel? No, no, no. It's when we stuck it back on. <laughs> it fell off. Oh, you, you know what those old Fords like? It's, it's, it's the Aussie sun. It's the Aussie sun. It fell off. Yeah. It fell off. Badges are always falling off on these XR5s. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's that model. It's that one model they always fall off on. Always. We've, get, we've had tons of them come through. They're always falling off. <laughs> that has to be intentional, yeah? <laughs> uh, I mean... You, ha- you can't stuff that like the actual XL5 turbo badge, same as an XL6 turbo badge, same as an XL4 badge. They're, they're put in line to get it's you just pop them on and take off the plastic and, yeah. they, and they sit on. How hard can it be? It has to be how, how, how do you make must mess that up? Somebody's done that on purpose, I feel. Oh, no, someone's taking the piss. Yeah. It, it's, 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 an, an X- it's an XRS, XRS, exactly. It's it's a, a special model, as I say. Oh, <laughs> it's just, yeah, it, it's one of those things that I just. It's like it's like uh, it's like it's like the eighth one. It's like finding the eighth wonder of the world. I find that in human form quite often because they're just stupid. And <laughs> this is Exhibit A. But anyway, that's that's just me. Uh, too funny. Anyway, gentlemen, uh, any last things we want to talk about before we call it a podcast? No, I think we had a pretty good run today. No, I think that was pretty good. Pretty good discussions. Uh, let's call it a podcast then. If you missed any of our previous episodes, they're all up on Shout Engine, Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasting apps. So don't forget to subscribe, rate and review to Car Talk. Uh, check out our Facebook page. It's Car Talk, T-R-Q-U-E. And also check out our Teespring store where we've got our merch. So Car Talk, Car Talk store. Links on our Facebook page as well. Support the show that gives you all this free content. Oh, uh, check out Sunrise Arcade uh, on 9.9 Northwest FM on Saturday at 10 a.m. Uh, our podcast will also be live relatively soon after that. It'll be the Cyberpunk special because that game is finally, oh, yes. finally coming out. Yes. And I've got multiple consoles at this point, uh, thanks to some fortuitous circumstance. So we'll probably give further thoughts. Um, <clears throat> so, that's, that's a big one for Adam Ward, so check it out, Adam. Um, Cyberpunk, uh, what consoles are you getting on? Because I haven't been able to get Xbox mine. One X and on PS5, no, PS4 Pro. So it can't play on a normal PS4? It can <laughs> PS4, but it's going to chug. Okay. So. Well, whichever one you don't want, please give it to me. <laughs> so I could use it. Because otherwise I'm going to go, I'm going to go, um, go I, I just want it for Keanu Reeves, really. <laughs> that's, that's the only reason why. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it, it should be it should be officially out, right? And that, that's on Friday, right? Yes. Yeah. So because um, I ended up buying, I ended up paying a scalper an extra ninety dollars over retail value for an Xbox Series X, the Cyberpunk one. It actually comes with the game pre-installed. Oh. So uh, and this like many many moons ago, when the Cyberpunk Special Edition had been released, the big four hundred dollar one, um, I pre-ordered that. That's for PlayStation, and so I didn't have an Xbox, and then. 
over time I ended up getting that Xbox and I was like, well, it's probably gonna preload on the Xbox. So I think I'll start playing on the Xbox. Yeah, that's fair. Um assuming it preloads. But apparently there's been like 40 gig updates even before the game's launch. So, oh, wow, okay. so it preloaded the game and then another 40 gigs on top. It's like, oh we need to make some updates. So in other words, you're not replaying the game. It, it, yeah, it's it's <laughs> gonna be a buggy. It's been a, it's I hear it's a buggy mess, so we'll find out. I mean, sure, they've had time to make this game work though, sure. So much time. Well, let's hope for the best. Um, but yes, so tune into the, the the Saturday show. Hopefully, we'll have some good stuff to report on that. If not, we'll also complain about it because you know <laughs> we're not we're loyal to no one. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that, that's uh, just became a massive segue to you know um, Sunrise Arcade. Like, hey, no, I apologize for that. No, no, no perfect. Listen, listen to Sunrise, uh, Sunrise, Sunrise Arcade. Uh, for all the cyberpunk updates with I mean it's, it's, it's they're arguably gonna be biggest game of the year. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I mean I've heard more about this than I've heard about the last two consoles and I yeah. like the, the current gens and, and I, I I'm like eh, I, at this point this this guy doesn't even tell me he's got an he's got an, he's got a, an, another console and sells it underneath me. <laughs> you could have asked around Alan. I was after one. I needed a profit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, I'm, I'm playing. No, I should. No, no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll scalp you another one. Scalp you another <laughs> 150 bucks over retail. Um, thank you, Scotty. Matt, thank you. Good luck with your XRS. I mean, XR5 turbo hunting. Let us no, know. No, if you want XRS, to that's all I want now. I mean, it's supposed to be a rare model. Yeah. <laughs> if you want us there for support, please tell us. We'll come. Actually, have you ever seen, like, you know... Um, you're playing cards like Pokemon cards and they come with defects and things like that. Yeah. So this is one of them. It's worth more. It sells for more. It's worth more. It's worth more. Yeah. It rolled off the line with that. I was like, oh, that would have went, (laughs) that would have went through the getting built through the inspection onto the, onto the boat to get here through (laughs) pre-delivery through possibly two owners. And it's, it's all right. So yeah, it's an XRS. It's an XRS. Exactly. All right, Scotty. Thank you. All right. Catch you later. See ya.